Beyond Yacht Rock, Yacht or Yacht 82. This is a podcast you tune into only to find out if songs are Yacht Rock or not. I love podcasts. My name is J.D. Riznar. I'm Hollywood Steve, and I also love podcasts. I'm David. I'm ambivalent. Hunter. You wrote them in. We're going to tell you whether they're Yacht or Yacht by rating them on the Yachtsky scale. Everything 50 and above is a Yacht Rock song. Everything below 50 is a Yacht. We're gonna start out today. I pulled this song to, to Yatsky. I felt like we should Yatsky it. Uh, really? It's called uh, Kokomo by the Beach Boys. You probably hear this a lot on Sirius XM's channel. You know, I like to. I like I to. Would, I would imagine. I have a bone to pick with that station. Um, you don't say. So, uh, really? And I've uh, never heard you voice this before. I want to explain why this song should not be there or anywhere. This is. Um, or anywhere. <laughs> this is Kokomo's Finding Neverland, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, this is the moment where I, I went to write something on the dock and went, oh, looks, oh. Like, looks like JD's take care of this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before you get into your diatribe, which I am very much looking forward to. Yeah, this seems right up to the real house. Right this, is the, uh, this is the song that they would have John Stamos sit in on drums. He was a touring drummer with the Beach Boys. When they played it live, it was like, hey, it's John Stamos's turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. I think he was like their drummer. Yeah, for one of the conga player. Um, so before, let's talk about how. Before I get into all this, let's talk about how this involves only the shitty Beach Boys, <laughs> Mike Love, Al Jardine, and dumb little Carl Wilson. Yeah, Carl's okay. And I met Al but Jardine. If you're gonna rank, nice guy. if you're gonna rank the Wilsons, Car- Carl saying God only knows. Okay. And fine. And Al Jardine was the side man who did not write I Write the Songs. That was Bruce Johnston. <laughs> right. So fuck that guy. I, I met Al Jardine. Well, I met him. He was a nice guy. Oh, well, then I, t- I retract my previous statement. I'm just, I'm just saying, if you're ranking Beach Boys, we got the bottom three. And, and Mike Love's pretty, I mean, people don't like him, but he's an uh, incredible asshole. Let me, let me chime in with JD. I agree. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. He, he doesn't like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame also. <laughs> from what I remember, and uh, Mike Love women. sounds like like somebody's talking about their glove. Fuck that guy. And this is when he was really pushing that captain's uh, baseball cap, that like navy baseball cap. That, oh yeah, that all the kids are wearing with these the, days. the the fucking embroidery yeah. on the bill. Yeah, fuck that guy. No, that guy's awesome. All right, well the innocent days of talking about Kokomo are over. This song was co-written by John Phillips of the Mamas and the Papas and Scott McKenzie, who sang that cheesy-ass hippie song, If You're Going to San Francisco, Make Sure to Wear Flowers in Your Hair. And there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. I didn't realize Scott McKenzie co-wrote this song. Yes, he did. Uh, yeah, they, they brought in... my opinion of it? They brought in everybody to be mediocre. It was like the Eagles. <laughs> John Phillips, <coughs> excuse me, and Scott McKenzie were friends from before they were famous. John gave Scott the stage name Mackenzie after his taught toddler daughter Mackenzie Phillips, who he just thought was great. So great, in fact, John started doing drugs with her when she was 11, including injecting her with cocaine, and started a sexual started sexually assaulting her when she was 18. Allegedly, the press likes to call it a consensual relationship, but fuck that shit. 
Uh, that was his daughter, even though she was a grown-up, and he was uh, he was raping her. He so, fucked his daughter. Allegedly, pretty much everything that's on porn. This isn't is casual nice. libel. We have to say allegedly, so we don't get sued. You keep you, you, that's your job, Hunter. Okay. This started in 1979. It was a 10-year affair. They said so. It means that this song, Kokomo, by the Beach Boys, was written by a man currently fucking his daughter, and. Also written by the guy he named after his daughter that, may I remind you, was at that time raping on a regular basis. So is this a Yacht Rock song? I got, I got confused. I'm, what was I'm gonna, I'm going to say no. Well, you make a lot of good points, JD. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's got zero personnel. I know. You brought up a lot of personnel, but... But none of them are you know what? the guitar. Po- and so Yacht Rock Bonafides, post-era, no personnel, not a Yacht Rock song. 80, 88, 89. You know, you know what? Because of the because of the incest? That's why, which one are you given and what number? <laughs> no, I'm asking the year it came out, you, you dumb dick. I'll give you an 88.5. 87. 87. Uh, I give it. I it give was it, a hit in 88, though. Okay. I loved this song when I was a kid. Especially John Stamos was in it. I know. He's so handsome. I know, but we have to yeah, throw he it. Really, the, he really, he really, really was. We have to throw it in the pile with the Michael Jackson songs now. I give it a zero. It's my first zero. Wow. A zero. Well, it's it's pretty far from fucking yacht. This is one of those things. Like I I uh, went to Florida for Christmas one year with my parents, and we stayed on. I don't remember the the key we stayed on. West? Was it the West one? No, no, that's a good one. We stayed on a East. shitty one, like Largo. Key East. Like I, I, whatever it was. <laughs> the Key North. There's four of them. And everybody played this song in the fucking bars, and it was just so stupid. It was like, uh, like Jimmy Buffett was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were people and, throwing around drinks? Because remember, this was in cocktail. I'll give it a two. Kakamo's a cock, cockamo. <laughs> Cocktail's a weird movie, if I recall. Um, I already. So not an eighty-eight point five. No, that okay. was that was me trying to remember when it came out. Oh, you dumb dick. Steve, do you have any yacht rock related thoughts? My yacht rock related thought is that Caribbean flavored kitsch like this is almost never yacht. Yeah. Ever. It's absolutely it's the wrong, not. wrong coast, wrong ocean, wrong musical tradition they're trying to draw from, which is island shit, which is different from Yacht Rock. Yeah, this is what people listen to when they're waiting in line to buy tickets for Jimmy Buffett. Which yes. brings me to my yes. next point. Is this Marina Rock? That's it a very is good not. Question. God damn it. You guys I think this might be Marina Rock. I think it's, I think it's late it's era maybe, Marina Rock. Yeah, yeah it's, it's late for the prime of Marina Rock, but I think you're on to something. It's when Marina got shitty. When they weren't as fun as they were in the 70s. It's post-Marina. Yeah, it's yeah. when Jimmy Buffett got too commercial. <laughs> allow me allow me this retort. Nope. Okay. Very, very well. This is the kind of song we need to throw far off the boat because when the layman wrap it up with Yacht Rock and it becomes a Yacht Rock song for some people. I, I got an email about this recently that I read. 
yeah, Steely Dan fans mad at us for calling Steely Dan Yacht Rock because uh, people lump him in with because they're pretentious. Starlight Vocal Band, you know, and and that what, does, wait a anyway. minute, are you saying Steely Dan fans are pretentious? They can be. That's like saying Steely Dan is pretentious. Anyway, I want to protect the Steely Dan fans. Zero. Two. <laughs> okay, we got those ones. Um, well, I did look at Polino de Costa did do the. There's some percussion on this. God damn it. No, I'm just kidding. That's not enough for a personnel he, he did, he did, he did. All right, three. He didn't do anything on this. Mm. Um, uh, there is a good jazz or a sax solo in the uh, in the. It is a pretty good sax solo. Yeah, I'll I give it that. that uh, so I'll give this a... Imagine, imagine when you, you have a song you're recording, you're like, no, Paulina, we don't need you on this one. We've got John Stamos. <laughs> uh, so I'll give this a healthy 11. All right, fair enough. Uh, is this a Yacht Rock song? Coco, no. <laughs> uh, okay. Coco, no. Okay. Yeah, okay. Coco, no. You see right. what I did there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did, did, Coco, did Coco have anything to do with this song? Is that why it was named? Because it's not a real place, right? Okay. Um. No, it's a fake place. Yeah, it's not a real was place. Was this perhaps uh, like well, Coco's JD, you, Island that you, they were visiting? With, you came uh, up with the uh, name Coco, right? But it was like just because it was a cool '70s name a sweet dude would have. Yeah, but then. wait, are you saying it's not? A, he's not a real person. I yeah, I made him up for Yacht Rock series. Uh, let's get a number. Let's move on from Kokomo. You know what I like gold, about this song is the, the, the name they picked for their imaginary island paradise is just a town in Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what the... Uh, it's not bad. Wait, did you... Uh, Steve, did you give it a number? Ten. Ten. Do you remember where... Remember uh, what was the uh, influence for Coco? Mm-mm. There was a sweet dude in on one of the Doobie Brothers. I think it was Minute by Minute. If you open it up, there's this sweet-looking dude who's not in the band who just just picture was in there. He's and he, there. And he looked awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so he started making up what that guy's story was. Uh, yeah. I uh, want to see that now. And then I uh, went and bought a captain's hat and no, ruined that was later. everything. That was much later. Uh, 5.75. That's about right. All right, let's get into some good stuff here. This is it written by Museum Michael, at Museum Michael. Oh, I love this guy. Tom Scott, sure enough, from 1982. He writes, Jazz fusion with an undeniable pop crossover appeal, thanks to co-writer and guest vocalist Richard Page. Bonanza personnel, but is it hashtag Yarnyat? That guy's a class act. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's a good dude. He does the uh, WKRP podcast. That's right. Um, so this is from sax symbol Tom Scott's album, Desire. Banan- <laughs> he is a sax symbol. Yeah. Do you see what he looks like on this album cover? I didn't he's, note it. But oh, I my saw God, the album he's cover. hot. Yeah. Hot sax. <laughs> There's Bonanza personnel he's, on here. He's no Tim Capello, but, I mean, he's close. Um, just to call the personnel Bonanza on this song is a bit of an understatement. You do have Richard Page on lead vocals, Steve George on background vocals, so there's Page's. Uh... Bass by Neil Steubenhaus and Buzzy Featon on guitar, so there's Larson Featon represented. Mike Landau on guitar as well, so there's Maxis. We got Pages, Larson Featon, and Maxis all repped on this song. A triumvirate of Yacht Rock bad- Backbench Session Guy Supergroup. Yacht Rock Bad Boys. 
Bad boys. Um, I don't know if we've ever seen that before. I don't know if we've ever seen like guys from all like, three all bands kind of got together and yeah. were like, "Hey guys, let's make a song." Yeah, uh, we probably. This might them. be it. Victor Feldman's also being important on here. Michael Boddicker is also a name we've heard, uh, and I've never heard of him. But the trombone player on this album, Dave, you'll like this. Uh, it was played by a guy named Dick Slide Hyde. <laughs> That's a funny name. Yeah, There's it, two I'll things say, you can do with a dick. I'll say his name. That name is up there. That's what I'll say. <laughs> Thanks for giving me attention. No problem. Give you a little laugh. All right. Yeah, I've been rocking out to this song for a while because it was in, it was, it was in, it was in contention for a, for a bone throw. I think this is beautiful. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, this, this is, is smoking hot jam. This might be essential. Yeah, I think so. I think we're I flirting for a sax. For we're flirting with. I mean, a saxy song. Yeah. This is a. This, this is, is probably the tops. This might be the saxiest yacht rock song out there God, that I can I'm, think I'm, of right now. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna say 93. Hey, Ooh. you know what? I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a 95. I'm not afraid of that. I'm sick of. I'm sick of. Uh, teetering around the fringes of, of uh, essential, I want to just bullseye it right there in the middle of a. Well, you missed some good songs to do that with. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what are you thinking? I want to teeter on the fringe of essential and give it an eighty-nine. I like that you're uh, you're you're being uh, uh, what it, what it, what do we call it uh, controversial. I mean, I, I do like to court controversy. Yeah. It's got such a beautiful e-piano. We've had a good conversation about courting controversy. That guitar, that... Din, din, din. It's beautiful. I love that. That's kind of taken the place of the, what a what a regular piano would be on a Doobie Brothers song. Yeah. It's kind of keeping the cadence. We got... It sounds like we've got some hand drums in there. Probably Victor Feldman playing. I mean, it's beautiful. This Perfect. Is it's a fun bass line. It's not. It's, oh. it's, fu- it's super funky, but it's so hidden that you I, that it complements the song rather than yeah, it takes it over. That's Stupid House going buck wild. Yeah. I feel like a couple weeks ago we we heard another song from uh, the uh, Revenge of the uh, Jewel of the Nile soundtrack. Yeah. That that was kind of like like somebody waking up in New York and getting into something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. JD's big day. He did a big bit on it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. This is a. This is a better version of that. Cool. What's your number? <laughs> uh, 93. And so it's a 92.5. That's yacht. We did give Dave the option today to keep napping. Yeah. He got up, came, ready to straight, podcast. Straight from Portland. The next song written in by Dan Tierney at Dan Tierney. If you're gonna watch videos in the next couple weeks, you're gonna want to check out the Summer Cannibals video. Sorry, JD, go on. It was also submitted by Andy Alvarez at Eddie Max. Eddie Alvarez at Eddie Max. And uh, mix. Mix. I see it's my eyes, Steve. Did you just get back from Portland too? I did. Boy, are my eyes tired. Um, they have full nudity at strip clubs. Well, they have strippers at bars. Yeah, it's like everywhere you go. I, I started calling them butthole clubs because when you walk in, that's the first thing you goddamn see. <laughs> like a holy moly. And then you look up at the stage and there's naked ladies. It's 
<laughs> wasn't my wasn't my jam. The other funny thing about Portland bars is they have to serve food. So like you go into these bars and you, you can see, get tater tots. You see a butthole and then somebody will microwave you a hamburger. It's yeah. great. Yep. <laughs> butthole tater tot club. Um, okay, so Dan Tierney, one of the submitters of this song, wrote, uh, Keep hearing Michael Miglio is never going to let you go in a, in a streaming PSA against texting and driving. like to suggest that song is a future hashtag Yadernya. Wait, can hold on. I'm sorry, JD. Can Butthole Tater Tot Club be a real thing? <laughs> it is. You just have to go to Portland. We can probably... Yeah, can we have an L.A. chapter over at your house? Yeah, I got right. tater tots. You got a butthole? I do. I got at least one. All right. Let's do it. You know where I live. Eddie writes, You guys need to check out Michael Miglio's Never Gonna Let You Go. There's very little info out there on the artist other than it was produced by Paul Bogus Jr., who totally looks like Doug Henning. Hashtag Yadonyot. Doug Henning, that uh, outrageous magician with the mustache and the long hair. Oh, yeah, the outrageous one. Yeah, he's got silky shirts, if I recall. Oh, that magician. Pirate-esque, someone <laughs> described him. <laughs> this, this song, you find this song on one of those compilations that's full of awesome and super rare yacht rock. This one's called Seafaring Strangers, colon, Private Yacht. I literally just picked that one up. I'm you excited to listen to it. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There we go. That's what happens if I wait too long. A whole clusterfuck. So I watched the PSA they talk about. The song's featured in a PSA right now. That's why everybody's writing about it. Uh, and it's this red-headed, bearded commercial actor type who can't put his phone down, and it made me depressed about my own Wait, life. it's a PSA about putting your phone down? Yeah. <laughs> when you drive. Oh, when you drive. Okay, yeah. that makes my head a little more sense. This guy's going through his life looking at his phone. He makes all these mistakes. Then he gets in the car with his lover... And, and he, it's this song? Yeah, and he hands the... Because it's never going to let you go. He's never going to let his phone go. Must have been a cheap... God, the song's, the song's kind of good, but I hate that it's part of that, like, dumb commercial you just described. Oh, you know, there's somebody that knows obscure songs or has a Yacht Rock compilation album, Seafaring Strangers, and had that idea. You know, it's just a... Whatever. I thought it was just going to be about people... Putting their phones down. <laughs> we're not there as a society. We're only we're a few not years no. we're a few we're years away there. from that. So this is. I wonder if Michael Miglio is still around to to know that his song is being featured in a PSA right now. Steve, we talk about that all the time. We do. Why is Michael? What's his name? Miglio. Why is Michael Miglio? I don't know. It's spelled Miglio. We're gonna say Miglio. Well, I'm I looked it up. I looked it up. Turns out he died in a horrible car crash. Oh. So he's not alive. No, I don't know. He made that up. That's the texting and driving <laughs> incident. He killed somebody in a texting and driving thing, and that's why the song was so cheap for the PSA. That's Guys, we nailed this one. Um, this is like when Bob Evans had to do that PSA after getting caught with all that coke. <laughs> Bob Evans, the restaurant guy? Oh, no, no, the, the producer, Robert Evans. Oh, right. No, right, you're, right. you're thinking of Terry Hanks, the uh, local Michigan. <laughs> That's... He you just, th- he just had to do commercials with horses. When you're, when you're stopping your... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We, with your we, got, we got some horses, but stay off the drugs. That was his, his whole... Uh, his whole, like, spiel. My yeah. bit was going to be... When you're stuffing your face with sausages, don't take cocaine. Bob Evans down on the farm without cocaine. 
so much better unless you were from Lansing, and then you'll know exactly what I was talking about. Talk, um, let's talk song. about this. Yeah, this song's Bona Fides as a Yacht Rock song. Yeah, it's 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 fucking yacht. Does it got anything to do with anything? Does it have anybody on it? We can't find any no, no information. It's like really, really small label limited God release damn. stuff it's on this. Was it at least yeah. was it made in in Southern California? Because it feels like it sort of has a New York vibe to it. That's but. a great point. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell any of this stuff. I guess you could look. It is Discogs, but there's not really any information. I didn't I'm gonna look, look, I'm look it up. Video. You okay. guys stretch. Okay, so you hear that as a beautiful Fender Rhodes electric piano going on. It's really nice. It's kind of disco-y. That's why I think it was in New York. Yeah. Sounds like it was on a disco label. It's a slow. It's a disco slow jammer for for slow dancing on the disco floor with your flowing dressed lady. I don't know, man. It fucking grooves. You think it grooves too much? What? No, what do you mean? I don't it in a yacht rock way. I think it. I think this is yacht rock. Oh, I, I don't doubt it. I just wonder how yacht rock it is. I give it a. I'm mid seventies. I think I'm s- mid sixties. I think I'm sixty five. I'm gonna say sixty five. Well, you you suck, and I would give it a seventy eight. God, I'm. You guys both you're suck. Doing terrible I'm terrible. I'm gonna give it a seventy two. <laughs> what's your what's <laughs> Say your numbers again. You're supposed to stretch. 65. 78. 72. Dumb dick. I'm the one who's right. All I can find you're gonna is that. You're, you're going to be like, like always, you're going to be the one that's right. Hold on. I'm I'm doing some doing some quick research here. I'm looking up Paul Bogus Jr. Wow, this guy. This guy's got a good look. <laughs> you look it up. You look up Paul Hogan. He's the producer of it. I want to see if I can like, tell. Like Crocodile Dundee. Can Paul you tell Hogan? Where, where he's recording most of his stuff? It says Sundhouse in Chicago, and he worked with Larry Carlton. So there we go. Okay, there's a connection. Not not an exclusive club. And this guy looks like he could do some yacht rock. He. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. This guy's. Got a good look. Everybody go Google Paul Bogus Jr. B O G U S H. Maybe I'll put a picture of him on the Instagram. I don't use that very often. Okay, we got to make hurry sure up. you put po- put his picture of him uh, waving. Yeah, but really, really. All right, so hanging out. Here we are. It's fun. I like seeing you guys. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give look, this. You look good, JD. Your beard's a little whiter. <laughs> now you're stretching. Okay. <laughs> what are you this guy, this guy. This guy looks like Frank Zappa's chubby cousin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I give it a 64. I'll give it a 69.75. Nice. That's yacht. Borderline Whoa. disco yacht rock songs are kind of the, the the theme today. This one's written in by Is It on the Boat at Is It on the Boat. I think this is somebody the account of somebody who we're mad at or who's mad at us, but still wants to do a request. Yeah. That makes up most of our fan base. Yeah. Uh, and this thing writes, Hashtag Yonernyan, it's off the 1982 self-titled album produced by Quincy with lots of personnel. You've already determined two of the songs to be Nyan, but this might have a chance. Um, I guarantee that, that this account's not made by the Yacht Rock Review, though, because it's actually like an interesting, inspired choice. Yeah, and they're as in, they are as inspiring as a wet fart. I'm out of songs. How about that Billy Joel song we like? Oh yeah, oh yeah, guys, that's a good how about, idea. How about the Eagles? Yeah, more Eagles. That's a great idea, guy. 
Um, guitar playing by Michael Cimbello, written by Michael Cimbello, and his what I assume would be his brother, Dan Cimbello, and another guy. Is Michael Cimbello on this? Yes. James Ingram's in the background chorus. Uh, percussion by the... Oh, this is confusing. But like the McDonald's fast food of yacht uh, era session guys, Paulino da Costa. No. Boring is McDonald's. He's everywhere. He's ubiquitous. Uh, Since programmed by Boddicker and Stapork. It's uh, Steve Picaro. For you guys who like uh, shortened nicknames. That's fun. Uh, Since played by Toto's David Page and everyone's Greg Fillingates. Hey. You missed Jerry Hay. This this is definitely... Oh, he's on there too. This is definitely kind of like that almost thriller thing that I was kicking around. Good job. So, I get... It's kind of tasty. It's got good personnel. Yeah. Who said tasty? Was that you? I said tasty. Yeah, that's tasty as shit. It's late era. Is this, I think this is this 84? 82? It's not that late, but they're they're looking forward with synthesizers. Okay. I'll, I'm, yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. There's there's different eras of, um, of Yacht. There was when Michael McDonald and... Uh, who's the other guy? Kenny Loggins? I don't remember. They wrote the song called What a Fool Believes for the Doobie Brothers album. And it won album of the year at the Grammys. And everybody started doing that song. And then there was one Michael Jackson did Thriller and it won all the Grammys. And everybody started doing that song. This is the Michael Jackson thing. But I'll bet these guys did not fillet kids. Well, when I was looking up almost thrillers, um, I found that a lot of the songs that sounded like something that was on Thriller was made by somebody who was on Thriller. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Or, or a group pe- of people who this were is, on this Thriller. Is a very, this is a very Thriller backing band. It basically is a Thriller. It's the Thriller backing band. And it, was, backing up it, it, was, it was hard it, hard to find songs that sound like a Michael Jackson a Thriller song that doesn't have somebody who was on Thriller involved. Yeah, in but it. It, I, it, it's more... It's, it's not as, as funky... It's it's not it's not as yachty. It's not as good as a Donna Summer album from nineteen eighty two, you know. Yeah. And that like goes like, yeah, let's throw Donna Summer some shit. Let her record it. Um, of course, Michael Cimbello, he's the one. An interview with Quincy Jones that I heard. This is what inspired my world famous Quincy Jones impression. This interview, Quincy Jones said, "You know, Michael." Hang, hang on. Uh huh. Your world famous. Yes. Quincy. Yeah. Yeah, look at All right. Look All right. At, I'm on board. Yeah, I'm on board. I'm look on at who board. listens to our podcast. There's like, listen, a, there's like a guy in if some Chad. Random, if some random burger shack can say they have the world's famous, the world famous, right. you know, shack burger, right. then I think JD's more than entitled to say that yeah. this is a world famous country. And I can Jones say you guys have my favorite podcast. If you, if you are in a different country and you have heard my Quincy Jones impression, I want you to write into our Twitter and let Dave know that this is, in fact, world famous. Conversely, because um, you're from the world, and and we need to know. All right, so I was listening to this Quincy Jones interview, and Quincy Jones said, "You know, Michael needed a guitar player for this song," and he and I said, "You know, how about Michael Cimbello? You know, Michael Cimbello is awesome." And there we go. A, a wonderful impression was born. That was really that was. JD, I apologize. That was a great impression. Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about it. I'm not saying it's great or not. I'm saying it's world famous. I give this song a 62. 
Yeah, I was kind of thinking around that neighborhood. I mean, I was going to mm. give it a 64, and uh, nope. uh, now I feel confident. I gave no, it a, no, no. I gave it a 68. 48. It's Some, too, it's somebody too. had a little too much butthole with his tater tots. <laughs> Listen, I, I know. A, I, I think he a had good. a little too much tater tots with his butthole. I love a good butthole tater tot. The thing is, it's too fucking jazzy. It's just like, hey, pay attention to me, and it's not, it's not subtle. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> What's our score? <laughs> 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 that broke me. We could put a monkey with an Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard <laughs> problem, in that spot problem, and have just as much valuable discussion coming from the that. The problem with jazz yeah, but is that the musicians are too attention-seeking. <laughs> well, they all get their chance, chance to do a solo. It's a, it's a fucking dumb song. <laughs> Who does Donna Summer think she is singing? <laughs> Uh, what's our final score? 60.5. You want to call me out on Donna, Donna Summer? I've been to her That's fucking not... studio, assholes. Wait, what happened there? Nothing. I looked <laughs> at it and left. A lot, of, a lot of jazz guys all trying to trying to dominate the conversation. <laughs> Look, hey, man. Their monologues. Hey, pay attention to these notes I'm not playing, <laughs> you fucking assholes. This one's written in by Morgan Hook at Morgan Hook. It's Shaka Khan. What you gonna do for me? From 1981. Co-written by Ned O'Haney with the Brecker Brothers on the song. The album includes Phil and Gaines, Sambelo, Capolino da Costa, Jerry A, David Foster, maybe two R&B, R&B, but sounds right to me, R. Yeah, Mor- Morgan Hook, Mor- I'm, it's, tis me, Morgan Hook. You, uh, really... Captain Morgan Hook. Really made him a pirate. Mm-hmm. It kind of sounded like Triumph the Insult comic I'm not dog good, there for I'm a not, minute. Listen, I do one good impression. It's world famous. Um, Professional I, I voice best. actor. J.D. Riznar. Makes uh, pocket change doing that. A lot of times you hear a song that's primarily R&B or a funk artist, and uh, but it sounds a little y- yachty, and you look at the creatives and you go, oh, yeah, there's the white guys. In this case, uh, the fact it's co-written by Ned Doheny and also Hamish Stewart of the Average White Band. Maybe <laughs> that's a good pirate. Like, yar! That's better, Maybe yeah. Maybe start with a, with a Y or like, arr! Anyway, that's all you need to know about why this sounds so much like maybe it's on the boat. And here's a fun fact. This was actually recorded a year before Shaka Khan. Uh, Shaka got her cons on it. I got to... Remember these turns of phrases that I write. That is a year before Shaka got her cons on it. Professional voice actor. Uh, the average white band recorded first. Shaka's version was a much bigger hit because the average white band had just one hit. Pick up the pieces. As, as we know, Shaka Khan is on the boat. Yep. Um, yeah. No beef here. And there's, there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of. Peep names on this. <clears throat> There's a lot of names. Those it, names help it. It really runs the 64 of names on this. It's all over the place. Have we given everything a 64 today? It makes sense. It's kind of a low 60s kind of day. You gave yeah. the last one a 48. It has a lot of funk, but I, I like this one a little bit better than the other ones we've heard recently. I'll give this one a 72. I like her singing on this. I do too. You know what? 75. <laughs> 
really gonna help. I wanna oh, go. Shit. I wanna go. Shit, 70, man, you 71. changed your number. Seventy-one. Uh, and there's there's good changes on this too. Yeah. Not, yeah, you gotta have good changes on a yacht rock song. If you don't have good changes, that's never just, better thing. It's yeah. Here you, comes it, a guitar it, solo. If there is one, let's see. It's sucks. a horn solo, but that's fine. A lot of horns today. Well, we're doing some sort of disco-y yacht today, it seems like. Yeah. All right, did, I, I like it. Um, I'll give this a... Uh, Come on, Hunter. I'll give it a 65. All right. Did you give it a number, Dave? Did, was, was your number 64? Yeah. Okay. And For uh, everybody at home that is listening to this, Hunter looked very handsome when he gave that number. He was looking at his computer. He knows that you look handsome. I know you look handsome. 68.75. It's almost intimidating. I try to dress down. (laughs) As we get older, Hunter stays the same. Yeah. And gets more handsome. I appreciate it. He stopped wearing deodorant. (laughs) A couple wrinkles around the eyes. Whoa, whoa. Smile lines. Is this fucking Seeger? No. Oh. This one's written in by... Sorry, I got really excited. I thought it was Seeger. Brad Macri at ba- Brad Matry Macri Macri probably. This is Murray McLaughlin Ship in the Night from the album Into a Mystery from 1981. Uh, so Brad Macri went on this Twitter thread about how him and his friends dressed up in yacht rock gear a bunch ten years ago and went to Mike McDonald's Steely Dan shows and thus bragged about how much this gives him quote a decent handle on yacht rock. Then he submitted three songs as if we'd be so impressed that someone he knows or himself wore an oats mustache once that we'd do three songs for one person. But you only get one, Brad. You only get one. Fucking Brad. And I may have misrepresented those tweets. But all we're looking for is, hey, guys, is is this song hashtag Yadern Yacht? Any more than 280 characters, I don't pay attention. That said... This shit ain't no Yacht Rock song. No. Wear Oats mustaches a little longer and see if your 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 ear improves. This does sound like Marina Rock, though. It sounds like... Uh, well, before you guys get into it, also, I, I'd like to say, if you send a tweet to JD, throw throw some some vernacular in there to give him an idea of what you... What, what, is, I'm, yeah, what we, his impression is. Like, throw a y'all in there Yeah, or what your actual voice might be like. Maybe a quick reference to, maybe, to your maybe home you're state. Maybe you Irish. We don't know. Like, top of the morning, JD. Is this a, yeah, is this a Yacht go. Rock song? Magically delicious. And then that, that'll Something. give him... He'll, he'll be able to do a, uh, a nice Scottish accent on that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm from Galveston, Texas. He has a Yacht Rock song for y'all. You know? Yeah. <laughs> never. I, I got to tell you guys, never a misstep with JD, though. Mm-mm, I know all the dialects. Like with his dialects, you go on they YouTube. are fucking Well, he stretches his muscles. Just, you, know. you go on YouTube, you see these people, it's like, I can I can do, I can can do speak in a hundred dialects. And yeah. They, and they stro- that's me. Yeah. I haven't done my YouTube video yet, but I, that's me. <laughs> wasn't, there a, wasn't there a character, like one of, one of the only characters I think I liked? A long time ago on Saturday Night Live with, with Alec Baldwin, that was uh, like the impersonator or something. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he was constantly just making terrible impersonations. <laughs> like, make, ah! yeah, I'm out to see her. Was uh, he doing like that? And that's that's funny because that's totally not JD. We did a sketch on acceptable TV called the uh, the sound effector. It was Drew Hancock, 
played a, a a brooding investigator with the police who like made really shitty. Or he was he was a stand-up comedian like Michael Winslow. Yeah, it was Michael Winslow. He's very brooding, and he and the police hired him to do sound effects to catch guys. I don't know. It's funny. Anyway, uh, I had very little to do with it, so I can be a fan of it. It's, it's stole it from. All right, well, let's let's guys. I I I'm the last one to bring us back to this. Let's talk about this song. It's, uh, it starts it's, like a Seeger song, right? It, yeah, the, the, the tinkly piano there. Then it goes into Warren Zevon sounding thing. And then it just is kind of dull. This guy sounds British. This could be a British song. This is British Marina Rock. Yeah. And and also, you, we were talking, there's, there's pedal steel in here. as a country twang. Um, that's yeah, that's total it's, marina. It's not, yeah, this this absolutely fits the marina rock genre. It doesn't have it's not richly produced. Mm-hmm, yeah, so it's very thin. I give it a thirty. This guy could open up for Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But I don't think you would, because Jimmy Buffett isn't marina rock, and I will punch you. Um, twenty-five. 28. This sounds... This sounds... Fuck off. It could be a Jimmy Buffett song. It even has a a slide guitar in it. It's just not clever enough. (laughs) It's like it doesn't have that that lyrical twist, that lyrical irony. Yeah, it doesn't have that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not the top of the marina rock genre. I'll give this a... 19. It's no Thunder Island. No. Mm-hmm. 25.5. Real good handle on Yacht Rock there, Brad. Brad? Brad. He wrote that in. Brad? Brad wrote it in. He says, got a handle on Yacht Rock because I dressed up like you guys. Thank you, Brad. I, we love you, Brad. Thanks for listening. Thanks for writing. That's pretty cool. Thank you. If you want to get, get a, a treat like Brad, send your Yacht and Yacht questions via Twitter <laughs> at, at, at Yacht Rock, hashtag Yacht and Yacht. The hashtag is required. Go to yachtandyacht.com to look at the Yatsky scale. Thanks to Webmeister Patrickology at Hanglock. I talked to Patrickology about possibly putting a submission form on yachtandyacht.com. Don't find your song on there? Just type it in. It'll go to our email. We'll get to it. Uh, find the certified yacht playlist by following Jay Risner on Spotify, archived by Samuel J. Hill at Shield the Voice. The playlist is archived on YouTube by Matt Bird. Follow him on Twitter at Wingnoid for updates. Follow me on Yacht Rock and Instagram. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. Go to yachtrock.com for a useful experience. Theme and bumpers by Ocean City Defenders. Matt Brousseau is sweetening our voices. Bowden Burbank at the home studio. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Starbands Avenue, a podcast network.